Good morning for Monday, May 25, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Public sector job cuts hits blacks the hardest. Afghans forming militias to fight against the Taliban. And Fiorina talks and Iowa swoons. Will it last? In today's national headlines, despite gains, women in war battle to fit in. The last exhibit for the defense? A flattering video. And anger lingers even as Cleveland calms. In today's business headlines, Amazon to pay more taxes for European operations. Digital news service aims at millennials but struggles to find its identity. And Fiat Chrysler refuses to fix some Jeeps. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, public sector job cuts, hits blacks the hardest. Reported from Miami by Patricia Cohen. For the Ingram clan, working for the Miami-Dade County Transit System has led to regular paychecks, a steady advance up the economic ladder and even romance. By driving buses, Richard Ingram and his wife Susie were able to join the ranks of the black middle class, moving with their four sons from a rental in Overtown into a home in Miami. Two of their children later followed them to the county bus depot, the eldest son, also named Richard, met his future wife there. I tell you, my job is a godsend, said Richard Ingram, Jr. Now, his older son, 21-year-old Dequan, is applying to take the transit system test, hoping to become a driver. But Ingram said that unlike when he was hired, today the competition was tougher and the jobs a lot scarcer. For the Ingrams and millions of other black families, Working for the government has long provided a dependable pathway to the middle class and a measure of security harder to find in the private sector, particularly for those without college degrees. Roughly one in five black adults work for the government, teaching school, delivering mail, fighting fires, driving buses, and managing large staffs. They are about 30% more likely to have a public sector job than whites and twice as likely as Hispanics. Compared to the private sector, the public sector has offered black and female workers better pay, job stability, and more professional and managerial opportunities, said Jennifer Laird, a sociologist at the University of Washington. During the Great Recession, though, as tax revenues plunged, federal, state, and local governments began shedding jobs. Even now, public sector employment has still not rebounded. An incomplete recovery is part of the reason but a combination of strong anti-government and anti-tax sentiment in some places has kept down public payrolls. At the same time, attempts to curb collective bargaining, like those led by Wisconsin's Governor Scott Walker, have weakened public unions. The Labor Department counts half a million fewer public sector jobs than before the start of the recession in 2007. That figure, however, understates just how much the government's workforce has shrunk, said Elise Gould, an economist at the Economic Policy Institute. That's because it fails to account for the normal growth in the country's population. Factor that in, she said, and there are 1.8 million fewer jobs in the public sector. 
the decline reverses a historical pattern, researchers say, with public sector employees holding onto their jobs even during most economic downturns. Because blacks hold a disproportionate share of the jobs relative to their share of the population, the cutbacks hit them harder. But black workers overall, women in particular, also lost their jobs at a higher rate than whites, Laird found. There was a double disadvantage for black public sector workers, she said.